Hello, friends. This is the London is Calling podcast. As always, I am your host, Ryan Beck, and I am joined by Paulinho, a.k.a. the most handsome Chelsea man in the universe. Hey, buddy, how are you? Doing very well. Glad to get that seventh win. Yes, sir. So today I decided to reach out to someone that I've known since I was a teenager. His name is <laughs> Raul, how you doing, buddy? Great, how are you, man? Yeah, so Raul is a big soccer guy. He loves Barcelona, unfortunately. And as you can tell, he is what? Mexican. <laughs> he is a really good friend of mine. I've known for a very long time. And he's going to speak on that whooping he got over the weekend. Plus, he's going to comment on Chelsea because he's actually a fan, as you know, as a side team, like a side piece. <laughs> He's a swift man. He's a swift man. Yeah. No, I just love the sport. That's that's what yeah, it's all about. It. Hey, yeah. uh, so it's unbelievable, but I'm going to shout out to our listeners in Utah, which is where I'm from and which is where Raul is also from. We love the state. It's, it's a weird one, but uh, we accept <laughs> it. So, yeah, shout out to the listeners. Thank you, guys. And if you can give us five-star reviews, that would be tremendous. All right. So, Paulinho, what do we got on the docket? All right. So, Chelsea. In our seventh club record, sorry, seventh win, which is a club record uh, as far as away wins go. It's amazing. We tied it. So we got one more to set the record, and you're mm-hmm. going to know Frankie is all over that. He is all over that record. Um, starting lineup for us, get right into it. We went Kepa, of course. Emerson, Tomori, Zuma, Azpilicueta, mm-hmm. Kovacic, Jorginho, Willian, Mount, Pulisic, and Tammy Time. So I want to get right into it with Raul. Raul, are you surprised that Pulisic started, or did you think that was going to happen because of his you know, last performance? No, I, I actually really expected him to start this match just because of the how he played in the mm-hmm. last match. And I was actually really happy that he was able to do so just because – um, you know, I'm a huge Pulisic fan, and I really want Americans abroad to do really yeah. well. Amen. You know, I'm a huge supporter of the USM, you know, the U.S. national team. So, no, I was actually really surprised for how long he yeah. stayed in, though. That's what, you know, that's really what surprised me, you know. Come 80th minute, I'm like, is he still in this match? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can attest so. that Raul is a massive men's national team supporter. I have the text prove it uh he is a huge fan i don't think he likes burke alter at all (laughs) (laughs) all right so yeah paul for me the lineup i was just so happy to see emerson back in the game yep he's one of my favorite chelsea players along with mateo kovacic and uh obviously keppa and and andreas christensen so yeah it was it was really nice and um that's really all i've got what do you have it was pretty much what we expected. Uh, we thought maybe Callum Hudson-Odoi would start instead mm-hmm. of William, but it seems like Frank is staying honest, and it's going to be Callum Hudson-Odoi on the left side for the most part. Um, but, yeah, I was like like Raul said, 83rd minute, Pulisic still in there, and mm-hmm. kind of looking on the bench at Callum like, all right, I guess you got to score some goals there, buddy. <laughs> well, but, I mean, I just – I feel like 
I accused Frank Lampard of not liking Pulisic because he's American. <laughs> and that is obviously eh, stupid. Uh, and I appreciate that he did put Cal Hudson Doyle on the bench and that he's not playing favorites. He's just playing the right players. And that's okay. That's right. And Deli Alley just scored for Tottenham. God damn it. Uh, that's okay. They're going to spur. You know Spurs going to spur. <laughs> All right. So, overall, I thought everybody played pretty darn well. Emerson, great first game back. Pretty active. Thoughts on him? Really good stuff. You know how much I appreciate his contributions to the game. He's very dynamic. He's much, much, much faster than Alonzo. And, yeah, you know where I stand on this one. Raul, yeah. what did you see? Is very phenomenal, very dynamic, like you said, quick, super aggressive yeah. as well. And, you know, that's kind of what I love the difference between like the EPL and especially, you know, the difference with that in La Liga is the amount of aggressiveness. Yeah. And, you know, he had a very, very, very solid yeah. game. And I appreciate that. It's yeah. so telling, you know, when you watch a La Liga game, it is languid, it is slow. And, you know, it almost feels like both teams know that you're not allowed to be super aggressive in Spain. So they let a lot of oh, yeah. things go. They're passive. And in England, they don't give a fuck. Nope. They just don't. No, it don't. is. It is <laughs> balls to off from minute one to minute 90. And you, no one gets a pass. Messi gets a pass all the time in Spain. No one gets a pass in England. And it's, just, it's unbelievable how different those situations are. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. So let's go to statistics here. Yeah, 11, please. 11 shots on target for Chelsea, two off target. Mm-hmm. Three shots on target for Watford, four off target. Mm-hmm. Possession, 70-30 in favor of Chelsea. Uh, thank you, Kovacic and Jorginho. Holy shit. Those two were on yep. fire. Yeah. Holy shit. And the chanting, you know, the – Jorginho the whole entire time was so fucking entertaining oh, to listen yeah. to. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Every game they just get stronger and stronger, complimenting each other. And I yeah. honestly at this point, where does N'Golo Conte fit in? It's he doesn't. Be- it's becoming a question. Well, and I'm gonna interject and be a little bit self serving here for a second. No. I just wrote an article on Pride of London blog, part of fan sided props. And I addressed this exact question on Conte and whether or not we should continue with him. I think we should not. I think that Paris Saint-Germain is desperate enough to bite the bullet and give us $75 million plus a player that I think fits in perfectly with Chelsea, Leo Paredes. He's, um, he's D-med, left-footed, very handsome, very Argentinian, very yep. good. And I think that it would be wise for us to at least explore that option. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, it's the most popular article of the year on their site. So, shout out to me. That's right. Shout out to Carlito. Somehow that article has found its way on Bleacher Report. It's amazing. And, <laughs> I, didn't, I uh, did not push that. You know, some things happen for a reason. It's a damn yeah. good article. Gracias, so, amigo. Thank you. Definitely going to have to check that yeah, one out. <laughs> It's a, uh, it's not well received by the commenters, but I want all the hate. Give me all the hate. People are like, people, these millennials out here are getting so offended all the time. Motherfucker, give me all the hate. I love it. That's right. So let's get right into the goals. 
Jorginho uh, mm. just creating a goal by himself, really. Pass from half field that <sighs> curls behind the defense. Tammy in the right position, absolutely, but I'm not sure he knew too much about the ball coming in. And, it's true. And he, right place, right time, runs onto it, touches it mm-hmm. over the keeper, Ben Foster, first goal. So, Jorginho did I mean, what a fucking pass that was. Oh, he didn't even look, dude. He didn't Holy even look. Shit. Yeah, it was so Five fucking minutes clean. in. <laughs> yep. It's a beautiful thing. Just as we were saying in the pregame, get the balls behind. We want those easy goals. What do we do? Five minutes in, boom. Yeah. Ball behind. Goal. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that you and I have just been anticipating from Jorginho. We know he has it in his locker, but he just hasn't been doing it. And he really hasn't been doing it since he's been at Chelsea. No, he hasn't. But he's certainly capable of it. And that ball is very indicative of his skill set and what he can bring to the table. Yep. It's kind of reminded me of actually a uh, Barcelona goal where Suarez just fucking sneaks his way behind there, gets played in from Messi. Goal, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. We need more of that. Yeah. (laughs) All right, next goal, 55th minute. Yep, yep, yep. Captain America. Yeah, boy, That's right. (laughs) Amy gets the ball. Well, first, Willian, you know, runs from the midfield, drawing guys onto him. Tammy pulls yes. off to the right and gets the pass from Willian. And Tammy crosses it across the box. And Pulisic just making it happen, running behind three defenders onto the ball and basically on the six-yard uh, marker yeah. and puts it home. Yeah, that was such an Aguero goal. That was such a Manchester City goal. You know, that that dish back across the 18, you know, diagonally backwards. Unbelievable ball by Tammy Abraham yep. and Pulisic just doing the business, of course. Yep. Getting in, getting stuck in because he got smashed right after he scored that. He did get smashed. And, oh, uh, yeah. he, you know what? <laughs> he committed, and it was a great goal. So, so, so Joe Aguero-like. Ooh, I like that. What do you think, Raul? No, that was actually one of the things I was about to comment on. I just loved how no one paid attention to him, and that was like my favorite thing. They're like, "Oh, who's this Pulisic guy? Who you know? Who gives a shit? Guy just scored a perfect hat trick, you know? Whatever." He just sneaks right yeah. in there and just taps that bad boy in, and just clashes with uh, Ben Foster, Foster mm-hmm. right there. Just that's such a great thing and. You can see the passion coming in now, you know, his yep. confidence just starting to scream like, yo, this is my game. And I'm, and I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, so, we are too, man. He, he's showing not only the skill, but also he's outthinking the opponents, you know. He's a smart player and it's showing. Yeah. So third goal of the game, a <clears throat> very, very soft one in the 80th minute, a PK for Gerard Delfeu. Of course, it was going to be fucking Delafeu. God damn. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, it wasn't initially called a foul. Right. But um, VAR, of course, one thing leads to another. And it's a PK. Jorginho kind of clipped him. Delafeu continued through the play. It didn't hamper him at all. 
didn't seem to. And somehow, after review, we end up with BK against us. All right, so I'm going to get a lot of rolling eyes on this one. I don't want VAR in soccer, just as I don't want you know, robot referees or robot umpires in the MLB, okay? I think that the human element makes sports human. You need to have a margin of error there. And I think that VAR, it slows the game down. I think that they don't get it right, even when they do. Do the VAR thing with the, with the, you know, the rectangle it's and the brutal. and all the fingers. Brutal. It's so lame. It's just, it's just like uh, calling a, a, a red flag on pass interference, like a coach's challenge in the NFL. It's stupid. You guys, you're over-legislating this shit. Yeah. You are being overly litigious. Don't overthink this stuff. Just keep it simple. No VAR. We don't need it. We don't want it. The fans get frustrated by it. And you know what? That was the wrong call. Once again, the wrong call. So I, I mean, that's where I stand. Maybe I sound too old school. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I I personally have my own like feelings with it as well. But it's like you said, you know, some of the stuff that gets called, you're just like, holy yeah. shit, you know, you know that is too soft. Just let it go. You know, I saw the review and it's like, okay, yeah, there's minor contact there, but you know, that's the whole point of the game. It's supposed to keep going it's supposed exactly. to be fluid but then you know if we go back to the barcelona game where messi scored the second goal you know and next thing it's like two three and i remember writing down furiously i swear if messi saves valverde's job i will murder him <laughs> but then and then i was like then var pulled it off because griezmann was offside <laughs> so it's like you know it's always like that you know, I'm like, okay, VAR was right right there. It sucks because, like, Barcelona got robbed a goal. But then it's like, okay, then this takes away all that criticism of, like, oh, you know, UEFA Lona, Barcelona, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. You know, and it, it tries to keep things fair. So, but I do think that there are some very, very questionable things where it does take too long yeah. and it's just like, Let's just move right, on. So I know that this is going to be a disruptive interjection, but Raul, I want you to speak on Barcelona and I want you to speak about your detest in particular for Valverde and why you think he's ruining your life. <laughs> oh, he's ruining my life every single week, week in, week out. This is not the same Barcelona. You know, this is a Barcelona that I've watched since Guardiola took yeah. over and, you know, completely dominated the game, especially that 09 season. Yeah that everyone talks Six about trophies. beautiful football. Yeah. It's like you, you can't question it. Very beautiful. And I have seen probably the worst Barcelona side I have ever seen, even with all of this talent. I mean, you have Artur, Frankie Gijon, yeah. you know, two of the best midfielders that I've seen in a while. He's probably and it's the just, best midfielder in the world. Yeah. Frankie, Frankie, Frankie right now. And, yeah. And it's just absolutely insane, like, how wasted his talents are at Barcelona. You know, I've heard Valverde already in, like, a press conference say, oh, I don't focus on physical training at all. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, (laughs) it's like we have Dembele who gets injured, like, week in, week out, who could possibly break out and be just as good as Neymar. But it's just absolutely insane. This is such a bad team. 
and you get scored on once, just once, and you just saw, what was it, seven minutes, three goals? Yeah, it's... Absolutely insane for a team of that yeah, caliber. Yeah, Paul asked me, I believe, three months ago, if I had one player that I wanted to buy to make sure that Chelsea was a better team, it would be Antoine Griezmann. And I, I still feel that oh, way. Oh, yeah. Or Mbappe, obviously. But you guys, you bought Antoine Griezmann, and you're worse. Well, he's playing out of position. He's playing on the left wing, and that's what drove me nuts. I I found a comment on Reddit that basically said Antoine Griezmann basically playing left back the whole fucking game. And it's just like, holy shit, like, what are you guys doing? I appreciate his defensive efforts. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I love when an attacker will drop all the way back down to the defensive third and just start helping out. Yeah, like when he played for Napoli, he used to do that. Yeah. But I mean, there was a point where he was legitimately right next to, um, I forget the Frenchman's name all the time. Really good center back. Um, but right. Uh, no, the other one. Uh, can't remember his name. Oh, God. But, anyways, um, he was right there in the center, in like the box with him, slide tackling a shot from one of the Levante players. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing there? It's like it's absolutely absurd right. because he should be in the middle. It's right. insane. So I appreciate the uh, soliloquy there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway, play, but I agree with you. Playing Griezmann out of position like that is a travesty, and it sucks. I don't it know. Sucks. Yeah. It's just like it. You hate to see it because he's one of the best players in the world. Yeah. You yeah. him. And it's like I love Suarez. I love Suarez, but oh, at this time. point, just it's rotate exactly. him in. Yeah. It's time. It's time to let it go. Just rotate him in if you have to. Let Griezmann do his middle thing. As soon as Suarez was off, you know, I think there was a play like 20 seconds after. Almost Griezmann almost sets Messi up with this phenomenal yeah. goal because he's in the mid. It's insane. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> so, Valverde out. <laughs> you sound like an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, the thing is, where are you guys in the table right now? I think we were first, but after that match, I think they dropped to fifth place. I haven't looked at the table. I've just been so mad. Oh, shit. That competitive? Well, uh, let me see. It looks like you guys now 22 points tied with Madrid at the top with 22 so, yeah, they. By the way, they just draw with uh, Real Betis. Yeah, so y- you guys would have dropped there if they Madrid wow. were taking Six, care okay, of business. So here, here's here's the La Liga's top six teams: 22, 22, 21, 21, 20, 19. That is close. Yeah, and that's uh, generally unheard of. You know, it's usually Barcelona, Madrid, and Atletico these days just hanging and hogging the top but it's just insane how yeah madrid went and bought this 150 million dollar fat ass and it's just it just hasn't worked out for them it's crazy (laughs) i know it's insane oh man that jersey is a show medium (laughs) (laughs) too much paella oh man (laughs) that ass is looking thick woof all righty, Paulino, what else you got for us? All right, so back back to the Blues here. We are now tied with Leicester on points, 23 points. Cool, cool. They got the goal differential, so we're in fourth place. With Leicester, 
behind it. Oh, sorry, with Arsenal behind us at 17 points. And two back of Man City for second place. Yeah, so Trav Tyler said this last weekend. Leicester is not a top four team. They are pretending. And it's it, water's going to find its level. We will absolutely be in second or third place. I think we're closer to City than we think. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a very, very interesting uh, Christmas break. So, I agree. Yeah, no, you guys had a, a rocky start there at the beginning, but, you know, it's been – Chelsea's been on a roll yeah. since. And you can see the discipline coming in. I think there was that one pass. I can't remember who it was, but it was such a botched pass to Pulisic. And I remember the commentator saying, Frank Lampard was so furious, he almost walked down the tunnel because of how pissed he was at that yeah. pass. <laughs> so, you know, you can tell that, you know, it is getting serious. Well, it- you have to understand where I'm coming from. I consider Frank Lampard to be the best player in the history of the Premier League. <laughs> and I know that some people will dispute it, but the numbers, they do not lie. And Frank Lampard is a god of central midfield. And so his standards are way higher than other managers, including uh-huh. Maurizio Pochettino. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> And that team's going down in a dumpster Yikes. fire for some reason. Holy cow! From Champions League finalists to—that's right. It's it's <laughs> tough to tough to follow up those seasons, and Spurs are, are finding that out. Yep. So, let's see. Anything uh, that stood out in the game for you, Carlito? Mateo Kovacic, best player on the team, and I'm calling it right now: best player in the league. Wow. Yep, I, I would I would say uh, you might hear some feedback from Sadio Mane and Liverpool fans. Don't care. <laughs> I'm with you, Mr. Swift. Mason Mount, that guy was definitely playing with absolute yeah. confidence. I mean, what, what was that shot from the top <laughs> of the left box? Smoked oh. it. <laughs> Had some nice dip. I was just. Cannot believe that Would it you say that it was way too cool. English on it. <laughs> no, there was there was a lot of English on it, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, he he played well. He was active. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I again, Fakao Tamori, always going to stand out to me. I totally trust him. He's a great player. He's very cerebral. He's very calm on the ball, and he's an excellent distributor. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, Tammy as well. Really active, yes. creating goals, scoring yes. goals. I'd say Jorginho deserves a shout out as well, creating mm-hmm. that first goal. Most definitely, bossing it in the middle with Kovacic. I'm mean, really a solid team effort, and besides the bogus PK call, pretty much dominated. Well, I mean, how yeah. destabilizing was that stupid fucking penalty kick? It it did yep. change the whole atmosphere. Yep. It changed, it changed the room, and I was very disappointed that Chelsea allowed it to happen, you know, emotionally and psychologically, but it did happen, and I think part of that was because they were so distraught by the bad call. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, Kepa saved you guys right there at the very end. That's <sighs> what $80 million will get you, dude. A really that good goalkeeper. impressive save because that should have gone in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Kepa had a solid game. 
worth worth mentioning as well. Uh, Pulisic easily could have had another hat trick. The the chances he's having Uh and getting on the end of another corner, that header he had. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, it was a brilliant save as well. I, I was impressed with his play all around. Otherwise, uh, Tammy gets subbed in the 87th for Michi. And William yep. comes off in the 90th for Reese James, just trying to shore things up. Good move by Frankie. That's right. So, other results this weekend. Arsenal drew with Wolves, 1-1. They can shout out to Raul Jimenez. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Arsenal continue to drop points, and Emery is oh, it's so great. Some fire, to say the least. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, those yeah. butt cheeks sweat, baby. <laughs> Woo, got to see this. Liverpool <laughs> and City both squeak out wins. Liverpool with a little more of a dramatic win, but both of them a little bit lucky. Yo, sh- shout out to shout out to the ass face baby. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Another loss. Another loss. And Leicester getting the W uh, this Sunday. So, next game for us, Ajax on Tuesday. Short turnaround. Monster game. Is that at home? It is. It's at the bridge. Oh, I'm excited to to actually tune into that one. It's going to be a good game. Oh, it's going to be a cracker. And really the big of the season for us once again. Yeah. We will maybe 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 Conte will uh get off Didier Deschamps dick for one second and you know show up to the game. We'll see what happens. Can only hope, <laughs> he's, on, hope he's on the bench. But one thing at a time, I don't really think our team will change too much probably for that one. But we will obviously no. pregame it. All right, final thoughts, gentlemen. So, my player of the game for the day is Tammy Abraham. I was concerned about his lack of production for the last couple of weeks, but I was never concerned about him as a player. I just wanted him to get on the sheet. He got on the sheet twice. Once as a goal scorer, second as an assist man. He was great. He did not get enough services. We do not play him the ball enough. He is a very unique 6'4", fast guy. That's right. You need to play him the ball more at Chelsea. And we, there are stretches where he just sits there between the two center backs, picking his butt, not doing a thing because we're not giving him the ball. You need to do better central midfielders of giving him the ball more because this is a unique talent and he is only going to get better and better and better. Love it. Well said. What do you got, Mr. Swift? Mr. Swift here. <laughs> No, I um I think your midfield is absolutely the pairing that you need to go with. No, there's no room there for Conte. I love how they play off each other. You know, midfielders are my favorite, favorite, favorite types yep. of players. They do all the work, completely undervalued and don't get enough credit, you know. But I think uh, you keep going with Jorginho, Jorginho and Kovacic, and you're going to have one hell of a senior season if they both stay healthy. Love so, those are my thoughts for you guys. Love it. The engine room of the team right there in the middle of the field. So true. All right, Raul, I'm going to have – I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this question. Who would you want to manage Barcelona? Right. 
Oh, I said this already. If Barcelona could put their pride away, I'd take Mourinho and Harvey. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he would too. I'm pretty sure he would too, Uh, dude. That was always trying to coach Barcelona. Exactly. Uh, You guys wouldn't you guys wouldn't give up any goals and he and he would have all the offensive talent he needed. That would you guys would be ridiculous. How much much you guys would be a tough team to beat. I think Champions League winners probably as well. Yeah. That's why I said if they can just put their pride away and just be like, yo, call it Mourinho, he's available. Yeah. Valverde's not going to work out. It's just, you know, it was after after Porto, he gave this brilliant presentation as to why he should be Barcelona's manager to their board. They outright rejected him, and the reason was they don't like him. Yep. And that's a ridiculous reason. Yep. I mean, he's not a likable guy. To to be fair, it's results. That's what I care about. You know, I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. You know, but he is a likable guy. You know, Eto, Zlatan, a lot of people love him. I just, I just mean, like, as far as he's very self confident and, and, you know, prideful, he's won everything. Right. So going to Barcelona, that, you know, they're going to be the same way probably. And, that's why they're not going to get along. But I agree with you. I don't, I don't see at this point you're trying to win trophies and you're trying to make the most of the Messi's good years. Let's go. Sign them up. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. Fucking Ernie Ball needs to die in a fire. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie Ball. That caught me by surprise. That's a new one. <laughs> oh, shit. Raul Antonio Ramirez with the motherfucking closeout. I love it. Oh, that is tremendous. That's a tremendous way to end the podcast. All right, dudes. So, Raul, thank you so much for thank you, joining Mr. us Swift. on a Sunday. Thank you for having me. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Yeah, I kind of figured them out here. So, <laughs> Raul, sorry, I, Paulinho is Edward Handsome Hands. He's going to chop this shit up and it'll be totally fine. No worries. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So this has been London is Calling Podcast. Great Sunday. Great result yesterday. And uh, Arsenal, please keep Arsenaling very hard. Vamos. See you guys. Have a good day, guys.